Hi there, my name is Dili Mwabuki and I'm the host of the Personal Evolution Podcast. Now, let me tell you a little bit about the podcast. Um, the podcast is designed for ambitious, forward-thinking individuals where we explore insights, ideas, strategies, lessons, and conversations about self-awareness, psychology, total life mastery that will drive you to create your ideal life and achieve extraordinary results. We host some of the most prolific thinkers, influencers, and culture shapers where we ask them hard thought-provoking questions in answering our questions they unlock gems of insight that will in turn challenge you to achieve the perceived impossible in your life and work our mission is to share inspiring and practical content that will help you advance in your unique life's journey listen and enjoy this episode thank you On this episode of the podcast, I discuss with my friend Sarah Izeyamo, and we discuss about how she started her entrepreneurship journey from her days in university and the transition to starting her online business. She also explains what the digital economy is about, the available opportunities for you, and how you can immediately take advantage of them. She also shares her business process, mind hacks, and tips that has helped her to be successful in her business and personal life. Do enjoy this episode. Hello guys, welcome to another amazing episode of the Personal Evolution Podcast and I am super excited to be doing this episode because I won't be alone. I'm joined on this episode by an amazing friend. Um, she's an online business um, consultant, having helped over 9,000 plus online entrepreneurs build an online business that enables them to work from wherever they are in the world. As a global trainer, over 3,500 plus business professionals in over 30 plus markets have attended her seminars on how they can drive more buyers and sales daily for their businesses, businesses using her unique systems such as the 4BA formula and more. As a marketing professional, she has engineered highly profitable campaigns in industries such as beauty, fashion, real estate, health, and more. She's the founder of Sarah HQ and WealthLeaders.co, which now has its headquarters in Dallas, Texas, United States of America. Um, I'm joined by my amazing friend, no other person than the incredible Sarah Izeyamu. Welcome to the podcast, Sarah. Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> I'm really, really excited to be here. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. So um, I'll start with the first question, and um, it's going to be um, for you to tell us a little bit about yourself, your backstory. Um, folks have heard, heard your profile, heard me read your profile, and they might think, be thinking, ah, this one is privileged. This one's probably born in the United States. So just run our audience through a summary of you know where you're coming from. Basically, hello. Yeah, was, okay. you can hear me. Yeah, um, I was born. Yeah, I can hear you. And raised in Lagos, Nigeria. Um, I was uh, yeah, I was born and raised in Lagos, Nigeria, and I know I've seen <laughs> people. People say, "Oh, this girl is a jebo. She has not experienced life." Oh well, every everybody has their own share fair of um, fair share of. True. Um, good and bad times so that's one thing i will tell you so oh, that's true i know i started from scratch mm. with nothing that is one thing for sure i started from mm. scratch with nothing and i started my i started I, I started making money at 16 so then i would, awesome. i just got in into university university of lagos nigeria and i was mm. struggling to keep up like struggling with my upkeep in school and all of that so i'm like oh okay what jobs can i do on the side to make money then i started doing ushering i started doing modeling all of that eventually i saw that yeah i did a couple of ushering jobs modeling jobs i did a couple of activation jobs 
selling for selling beer, mm-hmm. selling stuffs and all. So eventually I saw that oh, wow. I didn't those people that those people that lived on the road. Yeah. <laughs> well, um <laughs> sell on the road Mm, let's say I did more I did in shopping malls so I did in shopping malls okay okay and I did um weddings ushering at weddings ushering at events and all so it got to a point that I said hey I don't want to keep doing this I want to have my own business okay so what do I like so I I went into beauty Mm. and during the ASU strike, six month strike, I took advantage of it. I remember mm. when I saw a woman saying she's teaching makeup and gaily for three days for ten dollars. That's like it was like three thousand and then I I just gathered the money and I went and I went for the class. I entered boss, went for the class and I learned makeup, I learned gaily and mm. even though it wasn't perfect, I started charging for it. So I would buy, I bought a makeup box. I would um, tell people in the hostel, oh, I do makeup now. If you want to shave your, shape your eyebrow, you can come to my room. If you want to buy lashes, you can come to my, I did that. I w- went to different rooms, told everybody I'm a makeup artist. That, that's kind of, when I'm doing something, I tell everybody I'm doing this thing. So I started getting, yeah, yeah. I started getting customers, people would patronize me and all so but it's the business thing kind of struggled with my school because I said I wasn't really going to class I was focused more on making money and reading business books as what Uh, I was focused on so uh, why that's a reading business books I figured that if I wanted to quickly catch up with school work I need to know okay. how to learn fast. Yeah. So I was reading to really, really build my mind so that I can easily take wow. in. Yeah, that's what I was doing purposely because I I, I understood the fact that, oh, okay, if exams are near, how do I quickly catch up with all the notes and everything I missed? Build a reading habit. So that's what I did. So I built like a voracious reading habit. So when it was time for exam, it it wasn't hard for me at all to assimilate the information and come out good in exam. So yeah, I. I and you're not you're not you're not you're not a bad student either. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't <laughs> a bad student. <laughs> yeah, I finished up in class four point four nine. Um, Yunlag called me to. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, they told me I should come come be a assistant lecturer. And I turned it down. So I remember my fr- my friend mm. that also got up at four nine. She called me. She was like, "Oh, why don't we take up this opportunity right now? Now after school, we can just be doing it on the side just to gather money and all before we now finally find ways to make money." And I was like, "No, burn the bridge. That's the kind of person I am." <laughs> I'm like. And oh no, Ouch. burn the bridge. I am not <laughs> going to do any assistant lecturer work. She was like, so, do you want to do masters? I'm like, and oh no, I want to start an online business because I'd seen the vision <laughs> of an online business. My next question, which kind of leads me to my next question is, it's interesting you broached that topic. Um, you know, when did you realize, because... From when I knew you, it's always been Sis Beauty. And over time, I've seen you evolve, you know, from Sis Beauty to what you're doing now, which is, you know, helping uh, people um, start an online business, particularly through digital courses. So when did you realize that this, you know, is what you were going to be doing as a career? When did you make that decision? Was was it a moment or, you know, something that happened over time? Okay, I'll say something that happened over time. So... When I when I when I when I was like oh I want to start my online business so I'm like okay online business okay um let me find a way to sell my beauty products online that's how I started so I'm like okay I try to do I set okay. up a website I learned how to set up a store set up the payment gateway put up hundreds of products okay I learned how to set up my email marketing system 
okay, I got some uh, mm. people that time that advised I should do webinars just to try and sell my beauty uh, brand. I tried doing webinars and all. Right. And I was just, I, be, I fell into a marketing tactic hell where I literally was learning different mm. skills online. And I saw, I eventually saw mm. the problem I was having, which was I built all this website, built all this thing, but I was still struggling with getting people to my website. So I'm like, hey, why don't I try running Facebook ads? Traffic. Okay. I, I tried my first mm. Facebook ads. People went to the website. They only just liked the post, went to the website, and that was it. No form of action. I'm like, okay, interesting. Mm. What is happening mm. here? Um, nobody's buying. I sent people to the website. Nothing happened. So right there and then, I knew what the problem was. The problem was I didn't know how to sell. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know how to sell online. So since mm. then, I became obsessed mm. with selling online. So I started ma learning mm. Facebook ads, mastering Facebook ads, spending a lot on Facebook ads. I started learning copywriting. Um, yeah, copywriting Facebook ads. Copywriting means ability to use words to sell ability to use words to persuade people to take action. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I started doing. I started mastering Facebook ads and yeah. mastering copywriting because I knew that these two skills would help me irrespective of whatever business is. So my first profitable campaign, I did it on my beauty products. I was in about almost $1,000 a day mm. on the beauty products. So awesome. the Revenue. Yeah, re yeah, <laughs> revenue. The cost was like dead cheap because I was getting getting the products mm. at a dollar, two dollars. Mm. So what the the mm. next problem I now saw I had was logistics problem, because in a country like Nigeria, there are so many things mm. that are unfavorable for the average mm -hmm. business person. So irrespective that you get you get you okay. get people to buy your products online there's a whole world in getting yeah. that product to the hands of the customer, which is even another, but in fact, that is even another business mm. on its own. So it's like you're running two kinds of business. You're trying mm. to create your beauty, three kinds. You're trying to create your beauty products. Then you're trying to market the beauty products to get people okay. to buy. And then market. you're trying to send it out. Mm. Mm. So delivery its own. That is a business Delivery. on its own. So mm. like you're running multiple businesses. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, I there's what you call self-awareness. Mm. I really looked at myself that, hey, can I handle this right now? Like I'm trying to deal with the whole logistics mm. thing. You're going back and forth, calling delivery man. You go to this delivery company. Like if you're an e-commerce business owner, you should have not less than 10 to 20 delivery companies at your mm. fingertips, especially if you're working in terrains like Nigeria. In the U.S., it's easier. It's very easy to fulfill mm. your orders. Yeah, it's very easy to wow. fulfill your orders. But in a country like Nigeria where there's there's um, a bit skepticism, there's, you, you, you see maybe you even buy your own delivery bags and all. And you see that the bike man is using your vehicle, your bike, to do orders for other people. And then slacking behind on your own. Or maybe you go to companies like uh, uh, delivery companies itself. They take almost forever to get the package in the hands of the customer. So delivery logistics on its own, it's a whole business on its own. And... It can mm. mess a lot of things. So mm. it, it, so you really, I will tell you this, you got to have self-awareness. What kind of person are you? If you can handle it, go in, mm. go all in, right? So mm. I saw that at that point in time, I really mm. wanted to sell more and not deal with logistics. I wanted to, oh, how can I reach 10,000 mm. people online? How can I reach, how can I get their emails? How can I build my list? 
that is what I was really, really focused on. So, mm. so I saw that, hey, why don't I switch mm. to digital products? Why don't I start selling ebooks? Why don't I start selling courses? Mm. And that is mm. how I transitioned. So, however, mm. my beauty company still stands. Only that I've built it in, yeah, my beauty company mm. still stands. Only that I've built it in such a way that I don't have to fulfill others. So, my beauty company now is more of dropshipping. Yeah, my okay. beauty company now is more of dropshipping and affiliate marketing. That is what my beauty company now is built around. Awesome. So I still don't have to do logistics. I still don't oh. have to fulfill orders. So I just have to build my list and promote products to them. So they buy through my special affiliate links and awesome. I get a commission. So even if uh. you don't want to do logistics, all of that, you can still, you can still, do beauty you can still do fashion so yeah great great that was that was a power back answer you see in that simple question she has answered a lot of questions like if you are really paying attention she has given you some business secrets how to run your businesses mentioned two very critical skills um run ability to run facebook ads and copywriting so if i were you are taking note of that which leads me to my next question you know um jumping out of school um finishing um, from Unilag, top of your class, obviously, the pressure must have been there, you know, for you to take a regular job, like the regular Nigerian graduate, you know, and you decided to start your online business. What was the level of support you got from family and friends? Because that is really key. And that's one area that, you know, discourages people. How was that okay, for you? Okay, so um, I will tell you this, that I really wanted some form of, mental and emotional support from family right but i wasn't really getting it and i saw that okay. they weren't the problem i was the problem okay when you are seeking for validation when you are seeking okay. for support and all it shows that you have not fully mm. like you it shows that you need to work on your self-confidence yeah, you need to work on your self-confidence and the ability mm. to stand on your own despite everything have happening around you. So it's not mm. about trying to mm. seek validation from anyone, uh. right? You need to understand this. People will come uh. around when they see you're getting good results. It's just a natural human law, right? People will come around uh. when they uh. see you're getting good results. Success, Success attracts what? You said mm. success attracts what? So success has exactly. many friends. Exactly. So so. No, I said success yes, has yes, many friends. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> so that's that's just really it. So if you say, oh, um, my my mom mm. is not supporting me, my dad is not supporting me, nobody's supporting me, and because of that very reason, you didn't go ahead, you didn't chase your dream, you're doing yourself the harm they are not the one doing yourself the harm because the key the key factor mm. here is only you like the the, mm. the denomination factor is you in this whole equation you are the person in the middle you are the mm. person that says yes i'm mm. gonna go forward and do this thing that i want to do you are the person that says oh, oh i'm not gonna do anything i'm gonna stay the same place i am um, nobody is forcing you nobody is stopping you really so Oh. Yeah, I would have gone to go get a job. I remember a, a friend called me that, oh, the, she got an access bank job, job of about 50K. I should consider also getting a job, all of that, so to pay the bills and all. Oh. I remember then doing the math because money is a game of numbers. It's a game of confidence and a game of numbers. So I remember doing the math. Sure. I'm like, okay, so your salary is 50,000 naira, and you're staying in maybe that Egbeda area and your job, your workplace is in VI. How much is your transport every day? About 1,000 naira. And wow. then you're, you're spending 30,000 naira. That's like $100. You're spending $100 on, on you're spending $100 on, at that time, on trans <laughs> on transport and 
all you'll be left with is like maybe $30 or $50 uh. left. What if you, you have bills to pay? What uh. if uh. you have bills to pay? What about your personal needs? Where, where would the money come from? So uh. even getting a job of, of uh. even that, that uh, salary amount still doesn't solve the problem. The problem here is money. The problem here is you don't have a uh, skill that will translate uh, into money. So why don't you go learn a skill? Uh, and that's what exactly what, what I did. It was hard. I wouldn't tell you. See, uh, some people will tell you, go get a job just to get money and wet your pockets and all of that, right? That is also good advice so that you don't stay stranded. I totally understand uh, yeah. that, right? You need some form of income coming in. I totally understand uh, that. But many people okay. can try to forget that they are in a job, yeah. they become comfortable. They don't build any skill. They don't go to gain knowledge mm. on how to get better. They don't learn how to sell. They don't build any form of skill. So it still falls on them. Skills. Right? So I'm mm. the burn the bridge kind of person. I, so I wouldn't mm. say that is the best way right but i will tell you this irrespective of whatever situation that you're in build skills uh, build skills that will put money on the table uh, that would increase your income that is what i would tell you so yes it was hard starting from scratch nobody supporting people think maybe i've come uh, with this one of my shining ideas because i had a ton of that so many ideas and all so it was hard at first and the only way I was able to pay through is by taking action. That's the only way. Taking action. Imperfect action. Yeah. Awesome. 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 So awesome. Awesome. So you moved ahead. You you took the road less traveled. And I like the fact that you were honest with saying that, you know, this is this is not a problem. You know, it might actually make sense for you based on your situation to get yeah. a job. But while you're on that job, make sure you learn it skill. That's one thing I picked from 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 what you said. So 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 um I wanna ask so like, what what and I think you've kind of answered the question, you know, partially. You know, what key decisions? Because I believe that our 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 destiny is shaped by is shaped by the quality of decisions we make. So which is why I want to ask, you know, what key decisions like did you make that have served you well, you know, personally and professionally? So what do you so mean far? by what kind of key decisions are you expecting to hear? What do you mean by personally, professionally? Like a resolution that you made along the way to stay on this path, you know, oh, whatever. Okay, so there's key decisions that have made that have served me so far, personally, is one, to, yeah. to keep yeah. learning more. So I remember when I started reading, I started reading, I think, started reading books, I think 20, beginning of 2012, right? So I was in a not so good place. I was really sad at that time. So I decided that, hey, why do you, because I saw that the only reason I'm getting sad unnecessarily is because I'm not feeding my mind. So I'm like, okay, and. I need to start building habit of reading. So that's when I started buying books. Mm. So then I would go to Underbridge in Keja. I would buy books of, I'll buy books of uh, 400, uh, that's like a dollar now. I'll buy books and I would read them. Sometimes I will even cut deals with the man and say, hey, uh, once I'm done reading this book, I will resell the book back to you. So you give me another book. Yeah, that's what I was doing. And then eventually, when I started mm. making money, mm. I started, yeah, that's I was new. reselling my books. Like, I did that steady for long. So, <laughs> even when I was in Unilag, I would go to Yaba and make friends with all the book guys lining up in Yaba. And they cut the deal with mm. me. That, okay, you can come and resell any book you read mm. and get mm. another one. So... Yes. As far as it's clean. Yes, exactly. As far as it's clean, I know not write my name on it. So, 
from there, I started building my library. So I would buy, I specifically bought books around relationships. I bought books around Christianity. I bought books on business and marketing. I bought books on mindset. So, yeah. So, and then I had like, before I knew it, I saw I had over 200 books. Then I was started taking courses. If I didn't start reading, wow. I wouldn't have kept an open mind on, on so many things. So, one key decision I made was to seek mm. knowledge. Knowledge has rescued me from so many things. So, if I if mm. if I tell you one thing, whatever problem you are going through right now, mm. as you're listening to this, be it financial problem, be it emotional problem, relationship problem, yeah. spiritual problem, the key is knowledge. The key is knowledge. And when you get that knowledge, you take action on it. And it's in a book. Yeah, it's in a book book somewhere. somewhere. Have you ever heard the statement, if you want to hide something from a black man, put it in a book? It tells you a whole lot that books hold secrets and treasures that would unlock people's Mm. destinies to greatness. But Mm. today we have it, we're in a society that they spend too much time watching TV I know I haven't watched TV for the past three months, although my friends have advised me to start watching TV. But (laughs) yeah, people spend their time scrolling on social media. People spend their time watching TV. But if you sit down and write out 24 hours in a day and write out what did you do in those 24 hours, you will see that you spent your time scrolling on social media. Oh. You, you did okay. So that means okay. I really have to build my mindset. I have to read, even though oh. you may be like, "Oh, all these things don't apply to us." Oh. It actually does apply. Like reading really, really paved way for me. Reading got me into circles of the rich. Yeah, reading got oh. me. That's because, and I also noticed they all have the same habit of reading. Mm. So mm. reading is, it's it, the way you feed your body. You eat morning, afternoon, mm. night. You eat every day. But you mm. don't read every day. You don't feed your mind your every mind. day. And it's the same mm. way many people don't feed their spirit. You see, every those day. are three different things. We feed our physical body, mm. but some people don't feed their mind. Even if they feed their mind, mm. they're feeding their mind with rubbish. Yeah, because mm. every day you should ask Social yourself, media. exactly, you're feeding your mind with oh. so much negativity. And what you put into yourself is what will come out of you. Whatever results, whatever thing you're seeing outside of your life, whatever you're seeing mm. outside of your life is the result from what you've been putting inside of you. Hmm. This, you, can't, you can't break this law. The same way you mm. throw something up and it falls down is the same way whatever you feed yourself is what you produce. Simple. Mm. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Was, the decision to start reading was very critical for yes, you. Yes, yes. Another um, decision awesome. was, was I, mm. I, I changed my circle. I had to upgrade my circle. And I'm still doing that. It's a continuous process. So what do I awesome. mean? When I say I changed my circle, I didn't stop being friends with my friends. No, I didn't cut them off. No. Mm. What did I do? I started making new friends, friends that were mm. at a higher level than I am. So I'm like, I, mm. I started purposely going out to build connections, to network with high profile people. So it was a conscious mm. effort. Even even though I didn't have anything, I was consciously building networks with them because there's what you call social currency. So you mm. you can build your your monetary currency. There's also what you call social yeah. currency. Who do you know? No. Exactly. Your so network. Your network. So even if you're building all the fantastic skills, if you don't have a strong network. There's no balance there. There will be some form of struggle. Uh, so you have to keep building your network. 
So you see, number one key decision was to to build my mind, to to build, uh. build my mind. Second decision was to build my network. So how did I do that? I was going for events. I was volunteering for at free at events. I was paying for seminars. So uh. it was a conscious effort to build my network. So yeah. Uh. Awesome, 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 awesome. So yes, let's pivot a little bit. Um, you know, we live in very challenging times with this whole global pandemic. Most countries are shutting down, although some countries are easing um, the, the lockdown. Um, but, but what a lot of people are realizing that, you know, it's no, longer, it's, it's no longer a very smart thing for you not to, you know, have your business online or at least ending when you're asleep. So, so, so the question I'm going to ask you is sort of threefold. Uh, so it's the first one is why do folks need to pay attention to the digital economy, you know, online businesses? Um, what are the opportunities um, available for people listening to you now want to take advantage of an online business? And, um, you know, how can the everyday person take an advantage of an online business from your experience, you know, helping people create digital products over years? Okay, so when when part of the reason I started my online business was I had one, I'm a very mm. spiritual person. So I had seen okay. a vision that I saw I saw myself with my laptop. I was I saw myself traveling around the world. I saw myself working mm. from my laptop, earning from my laptop. I saw myself building big businesses all from my laptop. So I saw myself speaking mm. to thousands mm. of people, right? So creation mm. first starts from thoughts before it comes out to the physical mm. world. Reality. So, reality. Mm. So even though you see yourself doing mm. these big things, you have to work towards it. Yes. So, yes, um, the world experienced a lockdown and it affected mm. into five jobs. It affected e-commerce businesses. It affected all kinds. But one, mm. these, there are segments, if you look closely, in the midst of chaos, there's mm. always opportunity. And there were That's right. businesses that were not affected by the lockdown, right? Mm. And one business I will clearly mm. tell you that was not affected by the lockdown mm. is the knowledge economy. People mm. were still selling knowledge. So mm. more than ever in our company people were buying products from us because they were at home. Mm. we had more attention we had more of the attention since they were at home and they were on social media so on and, their phone and people were bored exactly and people people were buying books online ebooks mm. were buying, taking courses people were taking programs online more than ever that it did not stop the knowledge economy in any way. We were not affected by any form of lockdown. There was no struggle in fulfillment mm. because the fulfillment is primarily done online, right? So the only struggle mm. that we may, may have had is objections because the lockdown brought up new sets of sales objections. So things where people okay. were worried that oh if i put if i invest because i call it invest when you're buying an ebook when you're buying a course when mm. you're buying a program you are investing yourself yeah you're, you you think you're doing that person you're going to learn from a favor no you're actually doing yourself a favor you are investing in you yeah. many people don't see it that way they see it's like oh um, uh, they see it like a money doubling thing. If I if I put in money to buy this course, how much will I get uh, get back? And I'm like, <laughs> and oh no, like that is a twisted mindset. That's not. It's the not MMM. Question, it's not MMM. It's not money uh, doubling. It's not a money doubling scheme here. It is investing uh, in yourself. So, for example. If you're not doing a thousand dollars a month, oh. you should invest in yourself in a program that will teach you how to do a thousand dollars in a month. 
if you're not doing ten thousand dollars in a month you should invest in yourself that would teach you how to make a ten thousand dollars a month selling your knowledge selling whatever it is you're selling so it's primarily still investments the rich look they look at it as investment it's not uh, it's not looking as oh I I, I paid you uh, so amount of this for this course. expense. And exactly. So people see it that way. So uh, in this digital uh, economy, uh, it's 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 key that uh, you think of how can I offer digital products or services. If you don't want to do digital products, you can do services. I prefer digital products uh, such as courses uh, and ebooks because you can scale easily. You can scale. So far, I've had up to a thousand people that mm. bought our mm. courses. And I will tell you clearly that you can scale. It is not easy to scale a service-based business to thousands mm. of people. You would require more. Mm. You can you're selling your time for money. You're selling your exactly. time for money. You're spending your time for money. But in the case of, a, of digital mm. courses, of digital mm. products, you can sell mm. one digital course to 20,000 people, 10,000 people, 5,000 people if you put your mind to it, right? So mm. you can scale mm. to more people. You can help more people. You only have to create ones. Yes, and you just have to create it once, really. So your major work is in the selling. That is the major work in the selling. Mm. So yeah, so in this digital economy time, mm. you want... Um, you want to you want to make sure, you want to learn how to create digital products. Uh, Look at the problems in the marketplace first. It's not about your idea. So so, so yeah. Ask. Okay. Mm. Hmm. You're saying something. No no no. You are not hitting it. I was going to ask whether is creating an online digital product is it is it a business that's suitable for everyone? Is it something that everyone can do or is something for a particular kind of people? That's just what, what I wanted to chip in. Oh, okay. So, yeah. okay. so is it something everyone can do? Well, let's ask a question. Does everyone have some form I do, of... yes. Yes. Has mm. everybody been through some form of experience? Yes. Has everyone solved some form of life problem? Yes. Yes. <laughs> So whatever it is, yes, you have been through whatever problem you solved easily or not so easily, whatever knowledge you have, you yeah. can monetize mm. it. You can turn mm. that into cash. So can package it. Yeah, you can awesome. package it and turn it into cash. So. All those excuses of ah lockdown is here, we can't go out. Um, I don't have any product to sell, but you have a brain, have knowledge. That is a product. So I'll just give you like uh, a simple walkthrough process. One, you want to look at the marketplace. But before you talk about looking at the marketplace, let me make number one: build your mindset. Okay. Because there are people that have gone forward to create courses and they feel that it's okay. why because of their mindset. They didn't get their mindset right. They didn't build a relentless mindset. So you have to keep number one in fact that sure. you need to build a, a relentless mm. mindset. You need to build a mindset that doesn't give up. A mindset that is not swayed or moved okay. by what your friends are doing or by the reactions you're getting on social media or by whether your ads are working or not. You need to build a mindset that doesn't stop, that keeps going till you get mm. what you want. So build a relentless mindset. So how do you do that? You read books. You listen to audio books. You attend seminars. Physical seminars or online uh, seminars. You pay for coaches. You keep move. You keep. You have to invest. Uh, so oh, I don't have the money. Uh, You're supposed to say, "How can I get the money? How?" And then do the math, right? And yeah. Do the math on how you can get the money. One is a statement. The other is a question. Exactly. You say, oh, "I don't have the money. Uh, I can't afford it." No. How can I get the money? Uh, how can I afford this right now? How many things do I need to sell to afford this thing? 
Yeah. Because there's something you don't know that another person knows mm. that can be way for you to. Hmm. to it's interesting. It. Yeah. So, number one, build a relentless mindset. Number two, look at mm. the marketplace. Many people start off with their ideas. It's not about your idea. It's mm. not about how fancy your idea is. It's not about how magnificent mm. your idea is. Mm. It's first market mm. first. Look at the marketplace. Mm. There are tons of problems in the marketplace. Mm. So let me give some example. People mm. are struggling to find the love of their mm. life. That is a big problem. Mm. People have struggles in the area of sex. Couple, mm. Couples have struggles. Love. People have struggle mm. with um, with shedding mm. of belly fat, with losing weight. People struggle with sleeping. I bought a course that, that was okay how to sleep. People have struggle with being happy. People have struggle. You can't even imagine the struggles people have and they are willing to pay for to get rid of it. So if you look at the market first, then you create a solution mm-hmm. for a particular problem. You don't try to be a problem solver for all the problems. No, you pick a particular mm-hmm. problem and then you create a solution, a product to solve that problem and then you sell it. So, yeah. Yeah. So it's pretty yeah. much straightforward. So when, mm-hmm. so when you look at the marketplace, you see the problem. Before you create that product, before you create that course, you need to pre-sell it. Mm. So what do I mean? Yeah. Another mistake people make. What does that mean for the lemma? Yeah, the first. So I mentioned that the first mistake people make is they 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 go with their idea first rather than market problems first. Another mistake people make make is they create uh, the product first without yeah, selling yeah. it. So you're supposed to sell before you create. Mm. So what do I mean? You want mm. to make sure that what that idea you have is profitable. You want to sell the idea first. You the only the only validation that would tell you whether your idea is profitable or not is money. So you want to make sure somebody pays for your course, for your program mm. before you create mm. it. Yeah. So many of my pro- my products but to create I, it. Mm. I I sell it first before I create it. So you might be like, oh, you don't have, I don't have a huge audience. I don't have plenty of followers. It's not by that. There are people on all over mm. Instagram that you can chat up, you can reach out. Mm. And yeah, you, you close mm. them. Tell, oh, would you, would you, would you like to join um, a program that will teach you how to solve this particular problem? And if they say yes, you tell them what the investment is and close them on it. And then you create the program. You create the product. So, awesome. second, that's so I've explained the second. So, people hmm. create courses that nobody wants to buy. You see, people creating general courses that is boring. Nobody, maybe you get hmm. one or two sales there. But, and then when they try to run an advert on it, they struggle to sell it. Uh, hmm. The reason they're struggling to sell it is because they didn't run it through the market first. Hmm. They didn't look at the market first. They didn't try to sell it to the market first. They just had an idea, created the product, and went, I said, hey, I have a product, come and buy. Mm. And they try to sell what people don't want without finding out what mm. wants first. So, yeah, there's so much mm. you, can, you can make from this digital economy. You can't force people to buy what they don't want. Yeah, you can't force people to buy what, what they don't want. So, you can, if you don't want to create your product, you don't want to create your old ebooks and courses you can become an affiliate that's another um, way you can profit from this digital economy you can sell other people's courses you can talk, talk about that talk about that yeah talk about that okay so the the oh. affiliate marketing is basically selling other people's courses other people's products right and there are tons of affiliate marketing companies out there and oh. Um, Clickbank is one for the American markets. Clickbank is one. There are tons of courses, 
terms of okay. products that one can just go in and promote. So the st- still the standing factor here is selling. If you're mm. struggling to make money online, it's because you don't know how to sell. You're struggling. Mm. You suck at selling, and and it's fine. Don't feel don't feel bad about it. It shows it's mm. time for you to invest in yourself and learn how to sell. So, for the Nigerian market, you can join Expania. They have mm. of courses that when you join the company, you can start selling and start earning from right away. So I I did I started I did affiliate marketing in 2017 uh, during my NYSC youth service stage. I joined Jumia okay. affiliates and I was doing um when people yeah. were collecting their 19,500 mm. I was also cashing out from Jumia. So I joined it was it's totally free to be an affiliate um market uh, market yeah. for jumia so i signed up on jumia go to their website google is your okay. friend sign up for jumia affiliate marketing and got my own special affiliate link and i was promoting the products there the beauty products what i'll write articles and at the end of or even in the middle of the articles i'll put links to affiliate products and when and those links when people click those links there's what you call cookies these cookies, these browser cookies would follow those people for the next 30 to 90 okay. days. And when they buy, it still tracks it down to wow. you. So you are not losing money. So when somebody clicks, yeah, to you. So yeah. when someone clicks your affiliate link, even if the person buys next week, it will still reflect in your account because yeah. the person clicked through your link. So yeah, affiliate marketing is super profitable. It still boils down to you, yeah. Learning how to sell. So yeah. To sell. Yeah. Awesome. 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 So I like the fact that you you so there are two options basically create your course, create your product, ebook, and affiliate marketing. I like the fact that these are businesses that you actually do. You know, and at some point, I'm going to talk some more about that. You know, um, moving on to our next question, like, I'm going to ask, like, what books? You talked earlier about, you know, how you had to cultivate a reading habit and how that helped you. So what what books, you know, or authors, you know, really, their works really influenced you that you had read? Um, like, the audience okay. would like to get a few recommendations, if you don't mind. Okay, so... Um... There's one particularly I like is Grant Cardone, 10x, 10x by Grant Cardone. Well, I, I like Grant Cardone cause, because okay. I, I love the fact that awesome. he, he believes in pushing it harder. You have to push harder. Do 10 times whatever it is you're doing. Mm. You have to push harder to break through. Mm. I, this year, I attended the 10x Growth mm. Conference in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. 2020, there were over 12,000 people and it blew. Yeah, I saw that. Like, mm-hmm. I was in the midst yeah. of people that were making $3 million wow. on their businesses and they're looking towards doing 10 times of that. And it was so, so, so amazing. That's why I said, you really want to work towards building network. So you want to make sure you go for events, go for conferences. You want to make sure that you network with people that are higher than you mm. that are way 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 higher than you so you want to make sure you network with all mm. kinds of people network with people on your level mm. people below your level but focus oh. also more on people higher than you because there's so much to learn from them there's so much to learn from them so 10x by grand cardon is one book yeah. i will recommend grand cardon yeah 10x by grand cardon so another book I will recommend yeah. is Relentless by Tim S. Grover. Relentless by Tim S. Grover. So how to build a relentless mindset. He is the coach. He is the sports coach to okay. um, Michael Jordan, to um, Kobe Bryant, oh. to Wayne Wade. Tim S. Grover, he is their coach. So wow. he, he talks about how high performers 
build a business. I'm just learning that mindset. now. <laughs> so I mean, I have tons of books that I've read, but I will just <laughs> share some of some of them. So Relentless 10x, I've read those oh. books more than uh, about between six to ten times or even more. I'm more of an audiobook person, so I don't just read a book once. Wow. I read it awesome. over and over. Repetition is key. Okay. If you want to change your mindset, you have to keep repeating um, mm. um, audiobooks and listening to them over and over. Another book of recent... No, not even of recent. The first book I, le- I read on mm. when I was learning copywriting was Ultimate Sales Letter by Dan Kennedy. Yeah, Ultimate Sales Letter. So mm. I remember I would sit mm. down, I would write out some of the lessons in Ultimate Sales Letter. So that that book there is a powerful book. It's it's gold, especially if you're starting out with um, copywriting. Maybe you're struggling. See, if you're struggling to sell on social media, you're not saying the right thing. You you're not you're not using the right words. You're not mm. using the right messaging, right? So, ultimate I will teach you how to use words, mm. push your sales, and attract new customers. So yeah, that's the first book I read on copywriting. So and Ish. another book, how many? You, know, mm. I've, you guys I've I've mentioned Relentless. I've mentioned Ultimate Sales Letter. So another book I've also read is F.U. Money by Dan Lok. So oh. F.U. Money by Dan Lok. It is free. You can go to fumoney.com. Yeah. yeah, many people don't like him because they say, yeah. oh, you see, let me tell you something. If you find yourself serving rich people, you won't be rich. Yeah, if you find yourself constantly hating, oh, this person is rich. This person is doing something bad to be rich. You, what you're doing right there, you're chasing money away from you. You're not attracting money. Mm, mm, mm. If you hate rich people, you won't be rich. How? Mm. Like how? You mm, hate rich people. Mm. You think all rich people are bad. You mm. won't. You can't, you can't attract what you despise. <laughs> you can't attract what you despise. So instead, why don't you open mm. your mind and say, how can I learn from this person? So mm. every money by download from download, I understood the power of mm. closing, the ability to close sales. Yeah, on phone. So there's like I said, there's always something to learn from everyone. Also from Grand Cardon, also he t- talks a lot about closing. So two of them. Mm. So every money by download, you want to uh, go get that mm. one. Another another book that has touched my ha- heart. Um, is Triumphant Church by Kenneth Hagin. Mm. It's that's a spiritual book. I'm a Christian. That book mm, that's more spiritual. Yeah, that's mm. more spiritual. That mm. book revolutionized things for me with my spiritual life. That's one thing I would tell you. So, um, mm-hmm. many of the principles mm. we've spoken about today: meditation, believing mm. in yourself, confidence. Everything all stems mm. from the Bible. But Triumphant Church basically teaches you about the Mm. authority we Christians, we believers have, but we don't know. So Triumphant Church talks a lot about Ephesians Mm. prayer, prayer of spiritual wisdom, the book of Ephesians 1 and 3. That Ephesians prayer itself has enlightened me on different levels, spiritually and business-wise. So people are wondering, oh, how come you're so young and you know so many things like this? How do you absorb all of this? My source is the word of God. That's one thing I will tell you. So the word of God is powerful enough to change you mm. or even anybody. So Triumphant Church is one book I will recommend. However, when you want to take up that book to read, be ready. Like, be ready to experience a new dimension in your life. Mm. It's not going to be easy, but I will tell you, be ready to experience a new dimension because it Mm. would blow your mind. It will show you things in the Bible that you Mm. never had had ordinarily seen. So yeah, 
Um, that's also one book I also yeah. recommend, Triumphant Church or awesome. and even Believer's Authority. Um, Believer's Authority. Mm-hmm. So th- those mm-hmm. two books have really, really changed mm-hmm. like the game for me spiritually. So I've mentioned 10X, Relentless, Ultimate Sales Letter, mm-hmm. F.U. Money, Triumphant Church, Believer's Authority. And yeah, there are tons of books out there that you can also oh, mm. you can also get books. So yeah. Awesome. Awesome. You, I think you have a session on your website where your recommendations are. So yeah, they, I think they can go there. Um but guys, hope you are listening. She talked about ability to sell online and she just gave it the expo, one of her expo. So you you guys should get that book, the ultimate sales letter. Um, so we are we are almost coming to an end. So the question I want to ask is, is it's it's something that you know affects all of us, and is you know how do you lift yourself up? Because this journey of life is not easy. Personally, even in business, we go through downtime. So, question I want to ask is you know how do you lift yourself? You know when you're down, you know emotionally. So, if you're feeling down, you're feeling down. There could be there, there could be tons yeah. of reasons one can be feeling down. So one thing I will tell you is this. One way to get out of feeling down is to yeah. do something purposeful. Something that serves a higher purpose than yourself. Because if you keep yeah. feeling down, it shows you're focusing on yourself and yeah. your feelings. You're not actively sev- solving a problem and mm. fulfilling a purpose. That Yeah. That is mm. one reason you're feeling down. And even mm. if you're actively solving a problem and you're fulfilling a purpose and you're feeling down, not, next thing is you want to look at how can you solve the problem? Do you mm. need to hire a coach? Do you need to, yeah, do you need to hire a coach? Do you mm. need to declutter and focus? What do I mean by declutter? I might get rid of distractions and then focus. Do you need to hire a coach? You need to get rid of distractions mm. and focus. So, Really, mm. if you're feeling down, things are not working for me, I'm not doing anything, I'm in the same position. The only way to build confidence is by taking action and mm. doing purposeful work, solving problems. Like, mm. I know what I feel when some mm. of my clients tell me, oh, someone, um, I've started getting sales on my products, on my courses, oh, Someone paid me this amount for my courses. Mm. I'm like, yeah, mm. awesome. That is what I want to hear. Like, I know that mm. you have put in the work and now mm. you're getting results also, right? So, mm. yeah. The results. Feeling mm. down. And it validates your work. Validates my work more and more. So, the only way to get yourself from feeling down is by doing purposeful work. That's it. By doing purposeful work. Mm. Oh. Awesome. Awesome. That was a great answer. So the last question, we've been, we've been on this for a while, and it's a question I like to ask all my audience. You know, at the end of your journey, you know, in life, in earth, like what do you want to be remembered for, really, when, when you hear the name Sarah Zia? Oh, man, that's a huge one, though. Wow, that's a huge one. So, <laughs> I know so far that my mm. huge goal is I want to impact billions of people. I want to impact them positively mm. through business and spiritually. That's my major mm. goal. Mm. Maybe five to ten years from now, mm. it might change. Mm. But everything awesome. I've done is always centered on that. Yeah. How many people can I impact business-wise mm. and also spiritually? Mm. So, yeah. that yeah. Everything I do, it still all boils mm. down to that. Mm. I, think, I think the world leaders... Mm. Talk to folks about the world leaders. I think that's the fifth part of your business. Yes. I think some people... Okay, so basically, Wealth Leaders, is it's a network in which oh. teach people how they can build their faith and how 
how they can also build their business. So, yeah. because it's relatively tied with each other. If you don't have faith in yourself, if you don't, it's, 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 mm. it's going to be very, very difficult for you to even mm. build your business. So faith works in different ways, building faith in God, building faith in yourself sure. and also, and we all know that like sure. in his word, it says only faith pleases God. And if you look closely in your life, everything mm. is done by faith. When you sleep mm. and you wake up, you're happier. Oh, I'm sure. awake. Wow. When you're breathing, you do it by faith, whether you, you, you're conscious of it or not. You're like, you know that mm. there's air, you breathe, right? But when it now comes to doing business, mm. we hold mm. ourselves back. Mm. We don't have faith. I'm not sure. We mm. will work. What if I fail? What if... Mm. That is fear. That is fear speaking all mm. through. Not faith. Mm. So mm. It, you're, you're seeing people doing big, big, big things. They're yeah. building their faith. You're not building yours. You And this thing is a continuous process. It's not one yeah. day my faith is mm. going to be 100%. No, it's a continuous process. Yeah. I believe in God. And he is the yeah. source of every yeah. of yeah. every human being on this planet. Some people can call it whatever call him whatever they want to call him. He has names. Alpha and Omega, I believe in him. And yeah. he yeah. is source. He has been my source so far. The, because there are some people that are multi-talented, mm. but they are still mm. failing. It shows that there's some form of disconnect mm. somewhere. Yeah, mm. there's a form of disconnect. There are people that they've mm. acquired so mm. much riches, but there's a form of disconnect. So it tells you that everybody, our source is God. So if your source is not tied to Him, you're, mm. it's going to be it's going to be hard. With God, everything's it's easier. Like it's way 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 easier. Like, let me share a verse that changed so many things for me. Deuteronomy eight eighteen. It says, "God gives us the power to gain wealth. God gives us the power mm. to gain wealth. So, mm. to to make wealth requires a form of power. To gain wealth requires a form of power. Yeah. And where do you get that power from?" You get that power from God. He's your source of knowledge. You have a sane mind because of God. He's your source of everything. Right? So you need to keep, you need to get connected to that source every day. Spend time in his word. Earlier on in this episode, I talked about building your, feeding your body, feeding your mind, and feeding your spirit. So many people feed their body. They don't feed their mind. They don't feed their spirit. Many people feed their body, they feed their mind, mm. but they forget to feed their spirit. And when they don't feed their spirit, it still, it still shows itself through other parts of their life. It shows itself through their mind. It shows itself through their body. Mm. So what it does is boil on the fact that we want to help people grow spiritually in Christ. And we also want to help people grow in their business. Mm. Um, help people build, you, build themselves. Also, Sarah, Sarah, just Yeah, you're saying something. Hello. Yeah, you. Yeah, say also. That was that was an awesome breakdown. Um, yeah. 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 So I was going to I was going to just say something. Yeah, I was just going to say something. Thanks for really taking time to break down what the world leaders is about. Um, so I'm sure people are curious to know more about you, about your product, your services. How can people connect with you on, on um, social media and perhaps you know join your email list? Give give people how they can connect with you. Okay. So beyond this podcast, I have a free guide. I um, if you want to get the free guide, it's titled Seven Steps to Profiting from Digital Costs. You can just open the link knowledge into cash. Okay. Knowledge into cash.com and you can sign up and get the free guide. You can join my mailing yeah. list 
I send out emails almost every day, sometimes every day, sometimes not every day, but I send out emails almost every day on how you can, on different opportunities, different classes, different um, to build your online business. So yeah, knowledge into cash. Call, okay. get... So how do you join your email list? Yeah, to join. What website? Yeah, my website is sarahhq.com. S-A-R-A-H-H-Q.com. Sarah Headquarters. Sarahhq.com. So you can find out all about me there, my products, everything there. If you're one of my students and you're listening to this, you can also log in to any of my courses that you've bought from me in the past all through there. So, yeah. Awesome, awesome. So, um, um, so your social media, Instagram, Twitter, you're quite active on Instagram. So, yeah, how did they connect with you there? So, what, on Instagram, you can connect, you can get me on at Sarah Izeyamu, at Sarah, S-A-R-A-H-I-Z-E-I-Y-A-M-U, at Sarah Izeyamu on Instagram. So, I'm also on Facebook. You can find mm. me there. Sarah Izeyamu. Okay. you find my Facebook page there. Um, yeah. Okay. Those are my major platforms that... Okay. Then if you want to shoot me an email. You tweet. An email. Yeah, Twitter also at Sarah Izeyamu. Facebook, Twitter, okay. Instagram at Sarah Izeyamu. If you want to send okay. me an email, Sarah at SarahHQ.com. S-A-R-A-H at SarahHQ.com. So send an email. My team and I would respond to you so whatever whether whether you want to work with me personally you want me to okay okay help you personally or you want to take any of my courses feel free to shoot me an email and my team and i will respond oh thank you so much sarah for joining us on this episode it's been mind-blowing we appreciate everything you shared with us thank you so much Thank you guys for listening to the end of this podcast. Till the next episode. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it too. Yeah, so till the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Personal Evolution Podcast. To get updates about my new podcast episodes, trainings, and events, follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook on at Dilimwaboke. Also visit dilimwaboke.com and join my email list. Cheers.